the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace will join us in a little while, and we'll talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. Or come by. There's lots of folks here, and I think that's because they put on a good workshop this morning. Calvin, you know anything about that? Yeah, it was was excellent. (laughs) I I was there. It was a very nice workshop. Uh, How was the presenter? Did he do okay? He did fine. Yeah, he did fine. It was a... Makes it easier when you've got a whole bunch of uh, excellent gardeners that are yeah, that help partici- participating. And then uh, volunteers from uh, Master Gardeners and Gardening Volunteers. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Did, did Billy show up? No, uh, Bart did. Oh, good. Yeah. And then I had one, I had one volunteer that I, I got a <laughs> message from halfway through the... I'm still trying to find it. No. Oh, <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> he he was you t- t- trying to he was relying on the uh, electronic directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes that'll help you, and sometimes that'll lose you. And with me, it's never. <laughs> I, I I just thought that was pro- probably just normal for the course. You yeah. Know that. <laughs> well, I'd like to complain about the weather, please. Why is that? Well, because it was beautiful. It's supposed to be cloudy. It's supposed to be cl- and tomorrow. Oh, okay. Overcast. Uh, seemed like it was supposed to be warmer. I think it's supposed to be warmer too. I thought we were getting into the low eighties. Yeah, right. But yeah, we're not. But everybody, you know, we eventually had a full house, but uh, everybody was there sh- shivering, and I looked at it again. It says seventy. It should be seventy. It's yeah, sixty <laughs> something. Yeah. So I'm upset. Well, don't, really? don't be upset. Okay. Nothing yeah. you can do about it. You just had some wonderful chili. and Yeah, thank you, Calvin. That yeah. was nice. <laughs> Speaking of which, well, what Calvin's referring to is we have chili here, and uh, we uh, you can come by for a $3 donation. And I forget, oh, I forget where, but I bet it's on the webpage, uh, where that, that benefits. If you buy a Rodeo Tomato today... That benefits the uh, Texas Gardeners Youth Program, Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Program. Is that something? Yes. Right? Uh huh. And if you get chili, uh, wildlife or, or face painting, Texas wildlife is that what yeah. it is? Okay. Na- sponsored by Nature's Creation. Yeah. All proceeds will be donated to the Jerry Parsons Association. Yeah. That is nice. I don't think that. Yeah. 
I think maybe, they, maybe it's a misprint. It might be. I think they learned their lesson last year. <laughs> you got that nice new truck <laughs> right after the event. <laughs> but that's uh, it's, it's worth it. Cheer, chili's good, but uh, and they've got so many great things. I I don't know if Trace put those in on the ground or not, but they've sold almost all the of those nice blue bonds. Oh, the blue bonds. Yeah, you know they had to, had to, had a reorder last year. Yeah, uh, they're not ours, but they're they're in four and a half inch pots and uh, ready to go. So if you plant, did they them, sell them or are they? I mean, they yeah, were, there a ton more and more of them there. No, they they, they sold the they sold the ones that we provided. Yeah, and uh, then they brought in some more. And four and a half inch. I think they were from uh, East yeah. Texas. Yeah, it was a whole, row yeah, of them. whole row of solid. Well, last weekend, but there's not a whole row of them this year. I'll be there. But uh, they're pretty. They're big, and uh, they're not uh, Ladybird Royal Blue like the ones we had. But uh, somebody used the the technique that we developed. Uh, to grow them because you you can't grow a, a blue bonnet transplant a healthy one without acid scarifying them and those were just gangbusters they oh. are still pretty most of mine are blooming is that right yeah they are did you get different colors yeah i did but oh, did. i i got i got mostly the blue but a good number of the uh, uh, Texas A&M red and oh, a, good. and uh, one flat of the or one group of the uh, white. white. Are they all white or were there some robes in there? I didn't see any robes. No. Oh, robes, okay. And uh, but the reds were real sh- real showy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, why don't you turn your... Uh, there we go. Uh, we, maybe we can find Barry to... Yeah, maybe Barry can come back and help us here. <laughs> no, um, ours are blooming, too. And uh, we've got a out just kind of a little patch, and we've got some in containers, and they're doing really well. Yeah. They're what co- All different colors. All different colors? Uh-huh. Did you have a... Ro- did, are you pulling out the rogues? No. Any that are not pure white need to be put Oh, out. oh! Yeah. I thought you wanted us to save them, and we were going to give them to Lulu, and she was going to grow them. I don't know. Okay. Oh, well, you, you, you should have learned when we're dealing with Jerry, we just say, yes, Terry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> do you want Some, sometimes he, th- he throws a curve at us, and let's, we get it wrong. Let's practice. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so all of ours are blooming, the whites, the reds, <laughs> the blues. Oh, okay. And you're supposed to ask... You got any rogues in there? Oh, I'm pulling them out. Hey, that's I'm a man. I'm yanking them out. I'm, I know you are I'm now. throwing them in the middle of the street so they get run over. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Trace. Uh, have you sold all those blue bonnets out there? Or, or yeah. I have uh, five-and-a-half-inch pots, and I have Ooh, some nice. four-inch pots. But they're the regular blue. They're not your, Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they were grown by somebody that knew how to how to grow them. I mean, acid scarify the seed, and I'm sure if you don't, uh, you don't have a prettier plant. That prettier plant, but uh, they're they're well done. But uh, you had a whole deck of them out there last weekend. 
There's well, not many. Are you, still are some up, are it, got, it got moved uh, further up. Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, they are still moving, though. The table's thinning out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I, th- I think if people were platinum, what is this now? February, last of February. Uh, if they watered them in that uh, water-soluble fertilizer, like uh, oh, I'll say, Miracle Grow, I used to say ra- rapid grow to get a, get a rise out of it. Yeah, yeah, I figured you always did it. Now he's finally admitted it. Yeah, that's, that was his reasoning. <laughs> but uh, he was just anyway, making up names too. It's, it's Miracle Grow, or you could use Wish It Would Grow. Oh, okay. See, you got plenty of that Wish It Would Grow in there. I'm sure. <laughs> Look at it grow. Wish it would so, grow. On another note, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. I just got asked a question that I couldn't answer. I've never been asked in all these years. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. But you might have an answer. Me? You might. <laughs> okay. So they asked for a cat-proof plant. Oh, I wish so I had apparently one. they chew on all their plants, including their plastic plants. Oh, weird. Uh, and I oh, said, well, no. I'm sorry. The only things I could come up with, they're only going to chew on once. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And, it, oh, and I dear. said, that would defeat the purpose. And um, the wife was like, well, not for him. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyway. Well, don't, don't, you have a cat repellent in there. They're not going to spray that. That smells in their, they're going to do that in their house. Oh, it's in the house? Oh. <laughs> I know sorry. Cat, well, if we have any cat lovers who know of any cat-proof plants... Uh, meantime, we have James on the line at 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on with you and your watermelons? Oh, I was just uh, kind of getting everything penciled in for the new and exciting spring and summer season. And uh, I had a question for you gardening experts. Oh, which ones are those? <laughs> Did you want me to answer it? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, James. I'm just being... <laughs> uh, if, uh, I was going to put in some uh, sangria uh, watermelons uh, from Willite uh, down about a 100-foot row with uh, plastic, uh, you know, that weed cloth and then yeah. irrigation. But I, I wanted to plug in a few of the uh, seedless varieties. Uh, made every four or five plants I wanted to put one in there, and I was wondering what uh, you experts are recommending uh, this year for a seedless uh, variety. <laughs> well, there's so many good seedless. Uh, of course, the original one, and still one of the best, is one called uh, Try. Uh, try. It's really impressed him. <laughs> right there. I'll think I, w- I would tease him, but I do the same thing. So. <laughs> I'll think of it in a minute. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah that's the best way to plant them uh, with a pollen. You have to have a, a regular um, watermelon to pollinate the seedless. Uh, but uh, you, you, you. have you got the seed, or are you going to buy the seed? or? What? Yeah, we're going to buy the seed uh Willite recommends that uh, sangria, it's about a 20-25 pounder for uh, a real good uh, flavor and also uh, it's a real good pollinator. Yeah, well, yeah. All, all, all of them are, that have seed are good, real good pollinator. 
But anyway, <laughs> the, is that sangria? The uh, it's long and uh, around. It's not round, but it's uh, oblong. It looks right? like a short. It looks like a shorter, all sweet. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And uh, we used to do the Diablo, but you can't get seed for that anymore. So <laughs> they got the yeah. good names of those things. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know yeah, yeah. Now. Uh, Willite's got a seedless that they call the Honey King, and I guess I'll, ha I'll go with that. But I just thought maybe there was one that uh, you guys were real hot on or high on or, you know, could yeah. recommend. It's uh, Tri-X was the original one, and uh, they still have a variance of that available. Uh, but we've done we've tested a lot of... Dr. Stein and all of us have tested a lot of uh, uh, seedless types. And uh, there's difference in sweetness among the seedless, uh, just like it is different in seedless, I mean, uh, sugars on the tomato. elongated. Oh. So, uh, it's a, but I, I bet you that one is from originally from Abbott and Cobb, the one you're talking about. But, uh, I, I don't know. They uh, Willite has got uh, got it in their uh, their new catalog, so I, I don't know who's uh, who's growing it or who's uh, selling okay. it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that, that'd be a good one. Um, the the sangrias are for uh, you know down on the fruit stand, you know the vegetable stand, and then I was wanting them uh, seedless just for me and my friends. Yeah, uh, wait till the soil warms up a little bit before you plant the seeds. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna start them inside on the heat mat and then move them out to the greenhouse and then okay. transplant them out. It's it's all planned out. I just was wanting to see what you guys thought was going to be a good yeah. seedless variety. Cool. Well, thank you, James. <laughs> all right. All right. You take care. Bye bye. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. For people who are doing a little less than James in terms of uh, watermelon, do we have transplants yet, or when do they normally come in? No, right now it's mostly tomatoes, a few peppers, and I think uh, some green beans. Okay. Maybe a squash. <laughs> I'm excited about the... Well, i I, I got to ask. Uh -oh. This has bothered me for years. And I may have asked this before, but I can't remember the answer. How do you get seeds to grow a seedless watermelon? Well, it's hard. It's like the it, chicken and the egg. Well, which came, a, how do you? It's hard to collect them. <laughs> the seed and the seedless watermelon. Yes, I, I think that's what traces. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, what they do is they, they start uh, with a regular watermelon. I mean, uh, genetically, two uh, X uh, seedling. I mean, variety, and then they uh, take one of one of those uh, varieties and uh, treat it with uh, a chemical and double the chromosomes in it to a four X. On the normal is 2x, and uh, doubled is 4x, and then they plant it with a regular watermelon, 
and they cross with a regular watermelon, a 2X, and a 2X and a 4X is a 6X. Man, this is this is like math. <laughs> no, and then when when you take the seed, uh, or when it does the cross between a four x and a two x, uh, it makes a like I said a, a six a two and four six x, and then when you save a have a seedling, it's a two half half the parents. Okay. So it's a 3X, which is sterile. Okay. And so they save the seed from that cross, a 3X, plant it, it's seedless. A lot of uh, interspecific hybrids like that are, are seedless. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this new grape is, is, a, is a cross like that, too. So did that answer your question? I'm 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 almost as confused as I was when I started. Yeah, I know. We got six x, three x, two x, one x. Add the x. Two x is normal. Okay. I'm still questioning. X. How do you get from the sterile three x to, Back to vi- viable seed? The st- it's it's the vi- the three x seed is seedless. In other words, it's the seedless water. Okay. All right. Uh, and then that gets pollinated back with a 2X to be seedless. That's not done. Right. Oh. Well, yeah, to it, produce it, seedless watermelons. It, it, it has to be pollinated. 2X and the 3X. But uh, it's so, a seedless watermelon. I, I actually understand now, Milton. Oh, good. When you the, can I'm, explain I'm surprised, it. I'm surprised, but I You do can understand. explain it to me later. When a, seed, a seedless watermelon is uh, produced... Uh, it doesn't b- produce seed that are seedless. The melons that produce oh, oh, seed oh, oh, oh. But it, from the 3X is not, and you'll have a few seedless, uh, seeded, seedless. So we have chili. Uh, <laughs> we have chili because it's a little chilly. It is a little chilly, and we got plenty of chili. How's the... It's and it a, tastes pretty good. I, yeah. Calvin was nice enough to treat me to one. I, I loaded my... I did not do Fritos. Okay. I loaded it with cheese and jalapenos. So it's, I had a jalapeno in every bite. Woo! <laughs> wow. The jalapenos were good, though. They, they were? were? Yeah. <laughs> so it's still keto. Kind of. No. Uh, yeah. Cheese, theoretically, but um, I'm temporarily off that. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and then uh, we have face painting. We do. And uh, that's both of those for a $3 donation. Oh, we got Margaret on the line. Let's do that real quick. Oh, it's our suggestion, I think, for your question, Trace. Hi, Margaret. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I just did, uh, I was already looking for some um, big jars of cayenne to get rid of the raccoons trying to dig under my house because they hate (laughs) cayenne pepper. It makes them swell up and eat and I sprinkled around the foundation. And then I heard your question, because I had come across that when I was doing the search for the cayenne, and it was cat repellents, and not just rodents, but cats. And they hate orange peels, lemon peels, lime peels, tangerine peels. You can put it, it says you can put it, put it in the plant. You can mix it with, the, or you can use essential oils, like a, a orange essential oil, 
um, if you do a simple search, how to make your homemade ingredients, and it and that way it's not toxic or anything, and they don't like mint either. Huh. Interesting. They so use the peels themselves, or you can you know mix them with some oils. But if you do a simple search, it tells you the parts you can you know how much of this and that to make a little solution and put it on your plants. Well, I got it part right, Milton. I thought I thought well maybe it's like a dog when you're teaching a dog not to chew on something. <laughs> oh, you, you sp- habanero, ground up habanero ah. and vinegar. But I'm not sure <laughs> well, how the vinegar would react on the plant. How did that work for your raccoons with- and? And the cayenne. Well, we have a problem with skunks, too, in our uh, neighborhood. Ew. And we saw on the Internet, you just throw some orange peels in your yard, and they go away, and they do. They're completely gone. Huh. Yeah, so they've the come over to my neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, some my wife would kind of try to trap it and teach it to be a pet. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> some orange peels. They'll never come back. That's cool. That's for what now? So that's cats and stuff? I, I have heard skunks. that. Okay. Well, the orange peels, you do all the skunks in your yard, throw some out there, and they'll go away. But, yeah, in the house, too, you can use orange peels, lemon, lime peels. And you can do a search on the Internet for that, and they'll show you your homemade and how to do it, or how much parts water or how much Oh, good. Okay. Vinegar, too. Vinegar works. So. Very good. And but how the great th- thing about raccoons is cayenne pepper. Man, they swell them all. It's highly toxic for raccoons. It doesn't kill them. They can swell all up and itch, and they go crazy. So ah. put it around the foundation, and they they quit digging. Huh. Does it work for any other animals? The cayenne. Uh, the cats don't really like it, but it's not as toxic to them. Okay. We've got a lot of cats, too, in our neighborhood, so we've done that, and they've kind of stayed away. That, it's hard to find it. They used to have big old jars of it over at Walmart and at uh, Dollar Tree, and they quit carrying it. Just to, so I'm going to try going to, um, like, a, a Mexican grocery store and see if or a restaurant supply and see if they have bigger Ooh, jars. Oh, that's a good idea. Them. Yeah, and then, like, a five-gallon thing of it or one-gallon thing of it and see if I can, and I'll just, because we're tired of buying it's very expensive to keep buying the little jars of it. Yeah. Huh. You'll have to tell us you don't have cayenne, do you, Trace? I, I might have, well, I will have peppers to sell where they can grow their own. But, oh, no, uh, no, I at, meant. At the moment, no. To, to give to the raccoons to watch them swell up. I missed, <laughs> I missed that part. Oh, yeah. I do, I do have coyote urine in stock. That might keep them out. Oh, okay. Well, they told us that at the feed store. It didn't do any good. Oh, here and he is. Trapping him. We're not into trapping him. We just put that on there uh, anywhere you're having a problem, and they get the, they go away. Very cool. Okay. Very interesting. Thank you. Thanks, you're Margaret. Welcome. Hopefully that helps. All right. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Or why don't you come on over here get yourself a rodeo tomato to help the Bear County Youth Gar- Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program or... Get your, and get yourself some chili, get your face painted for a small donation, and that'll go to the Texas Wildlife, uh, what is it called? I lost Calvin. Texas Wildlife what? I'll look it up. The, the donation for the... Yeah, that's the Jerry Parsons. Oh, okay, uh-huh. I think it's... And it's, we'll, t- we'll take the donation Nature. I'll look it up. Okay. It's okay. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The Answer. Dear Rodeo, 
like to say that I took the reins and rode away. No regrets, no left unsaid, just turn the page. Ah, oh, but you know better, babe. Between the almost atoms and broken bones, the dream of a bubble I'll never put on, I'm jaded. Oh, I hate it. But somehow the highs outweigh the lows, and I do it all again, even though we both know I'd still have to let you go. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. When you come over here, you know, if you love your trees like those tree huggers out there, that's a good way for you to remember the tree hugger sprinkler. Tree hugger sprinkler, I'll tell you a tree hugger sprinkler story, too. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a unique product that was uh, the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product. Now, what it allows you to do is take that newly planted tree, or in my case, it was a tree that had been there a while, and uh, to uh, water it, get the root ball, help it water it efficiently and effectively. Now, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a hard plastic sprinkler, so it has a hinge on it. So you open it up, and you close it or hug it around the tree. Thank you. Nice job. <laughs> and it comes in three different sizes. Oh, well, you can t- uh, set the uh, uh, the little uh, valve so it doesn't do a lot, or you can open it up more, and it'll water more toward the drip line. Yeah. Uh, I used mine this week on some Vitex, and I it saw that uh, the Vitex seemed to perk up a little bit. That could be both the water and the weather. It didn't have any, any uh, leaves on it, did it? It's getting stuff on it now. Vitex. Yeah, almost immediately after I finished. Oh. I mean, again, that could be both the water and the weather, but I think it was... Yeah. I think the water helped kind of kick oh, it into... yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try it on our knockout rose on our next watering day. <laughs> um, but you'll find three sizes. Uh, the 7, 11, or 15-inch size for the tree that you need it for. And you'll find it here at Millburgers and also at HEB. So come on out and check it out when you come by, and uh, you'll like it. It's, it's, it's a really good product, and uh, you, can come, you can start calling us with your success stories. So I'll tell you how it goes on my uh, knockout after Monday. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Al's telling me we got all the lines are open, so call right now. Or come on by Millburgers. It's a busy day here, Trace. Your people are working. They oh, are. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to set myself up with this because I know I can't answer the question that Jerry's going to ask me afterwards. Oh, oh, you know better than this, Trace. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I, got, I got strawberries in, Yeah. which are very hard to come by. Okay. Uh, and I got two varieties, but I can't tell you which two varieties. <laughs> okay. Not because I can't, because I don't know. I, oh. can't, I can't remember. Okay. One of them's a dwarf of some kind. Yeah. Uh, one I've heard of and one I, could, I haven't. So, uh, yeah. But I was happy to be able to get strawberries. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I saw, as I was walking in, I saw a lady had, had one, and uh, they were blooming. They had little blooms on mm-hmm. them. So, uh, so I had an interesting conversation with somebody that grows poinsettias huh. for us, and they were talking about decreasing the quantity that they grew, but they didn't want to in- decrease the dollar figure that the table spaces uh, and take up. So my suggestion to him was grow some strawberries. Oh. Book them in advance. Your tables will still be full. 
you'll still get the the dollars that you need to generate, and you will have grown fewer poinsettias. Yeah, you know, they they they'll have to. He took it to the owner, and it sounded like uh, it was already a done deal, and that was in within like two hours. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, they have to order this uh, plants. Is they going to plant them in September? September, yeah. From California, but within two hours of me making the suggestion, uh, it sounded like a done deal. Oh, so okay. Next fall, Way to go. I've got two different growing operations, growing them for the right planting time, but we do have some now as well. Yeah. And the the ones that are blooming now will have, will set fruit, and probably not freeze. Oh, okay. I mean the fruit fruit freezes. If it's really cold. They only have uh, one more, what, one more week in February? Yeah, Yeah, when do we normally, the 15th of March is kind of our last frost date? Right. That's good, Milton. Thank you. I remember these things. (laughs) Somebody was telling me the other day that all the weather stations, all the weather producers are saying uh, our last frost is in February sometime middle of february really uh, yeah uh, by the by the uh, map uh, you know by the uh, oh. uh recorded free frost and freezing i go by my birthday milton uh, G- generally we're done by march 9th but okay. it's always safe to go to the 15th when's there your birthday you the 9th? 9th march 9th okay uh-huh. and, and apparently david's out there listening uh, why so, uh, well, because i just got a text uh oh! So, thanks for I, listening, David. Did he beat yeah. you up? No, he, you say he, something wrong. He's going to help with the strawberries. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Way to go, David. Chandler. I always. That's what I was trying to think of. I have that same effect on my birthday, uh, June twenty seventh. The free. It's always. The, the, free of the, no, freeze. the frost yeah. is uh, yeah, yeah. no frost threat. So I would look at it. The frost is coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I had my birthday that late. <laughs> Hey, speaking of tomatoes, which we the commercial was about the rodeo tomatoes today. So we have the Thunderbird. We do. And the proceeds benefit the Bear County, speaking of David, Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program. So the proceeds for the sale today. Uh, So we have that. You got a lot of tomatoes out there. We do. I got I I even got a few more in yesterday. Oh wow! uh, Maybe David could give us a call and tell us what that money is actually going to get. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Call us, David. I saw the. uh, Ruby Crush. Yeah, had some Ruby my, Crush. My, my wife even bought one. Is that right? Yeah. yeah she, she had them last year? No. This is her first her first time. Oh. She's going to grow in containers. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she t- she attended Calvin's thing this morning and it inspired her. <laughs> oh, wow. So I, I, had to, I had to buy an extra tomato because she got one free. Uh-huh. I had to buy tomato cages. I had to buy soil. And uh, what else do I have to buy? Uh, Osmocote. Oh, because, right. we, because what we had apparently wasn't good enough, according no. to Calvin. She's listening good. <laughs> Calvin's rough. He gets in those classes. He just passes judgment on things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw the Copious Ruby amounts of Osmocote, he says. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I, I think that somebody was bringing the plants up from the back because she had a, a grocery cart. And they were full of different things like Ruby Crush and. Uh, Those were samples. Yeah, yeah. Different varieties, but no, she only took she only took uh, to my knowledge the two flats of uh, 
uh, of the rodeo tomato, this year's rodeo tomato for the people to plant up. That's all she was supposed to do. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- Thunderbird. <laughs> and, uh, and David says that that's maybe the best tomato you've ever eaten. Ever. Ever. Oh, I know. Yeah. With Easy. or without salt? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still counting on Ruby Crush and BHN 968. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm see, you haven't seen any 968. Not yet. That's a bad sign. Uh, because like I uh, talked about last weekend, they that's the most expensive seed that they it, buy. It sure oh. is. And they, and they pass it right along. <laughs> but I don't. I, I do a cost average. and uh, What? So, they actually sell the same price all the other ones do. <laughs> that's that's very nice. It is. Another thing that is very nice trace, that Trace has done, brought in a bunch of Belinda's Dream Rose. I did. Did you see my picture that I sent you? No. Well, oh, I you, thought it was spam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did see it. it oh, you did? Okay. Very good. Did you see it? Uh, okay, get, for those of y'all out there that cannot see Milton's face, he's excited. I'm yeah. very excited. The first Belinda's dream. Look, oh, that's nice. Look at that. See that? Look at that yeah. guy in a cart. Oh yeah, that looks like Belinda's dream right it there. Is, it is. Oh, uh, I would I would go over and break a flower off and let you sniff it, take a picture, and see if it has a. And I would slap your hand. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would be convenient because he could t- treat you, medically treat you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as I was walking in, I looked over at the roses. And, I, I mean, you got a lot of them out there. Must have. you got them on sale. Well, I think all in all, about 300 Belinda Street. There you go. And that's... And I brought, I brought in a good chunk of Peggy Martin as well. How oh, yeah. That? Talk about that. asking about that one. Yeah. Well, I found out it's actually, uh, its other name is the Katrina Rose. Yeah, right? you were I knew, telling I me that. it was from, a, from the hurricane. It lived through all the salt water. And yeah. They found it and still thriving amongst the uh, uh, debris and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Tough Rose. That, uh, yeah, Bill Welch, uh, he's... You know how old Bill Welch is? <laughs> he came before I did. And uh, he I, I think he's in his 80s, mid-80s. But he's, he's still with extension. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's only one of the originals that have held on. But uh, he's done and wrote a lot of books about the roses yeah. and things about it. And he... Uh, promoted that uh, Peggy Martin. Is, is it a climber? It's a climber. It's a climber. So these are really, really nice ones. They're uh, they're actually on trellises already. Hmm. Oh, is that right? Uh, you can see them from here. Uh, last wooden pole. Oh, Five yeah. gallon can. Really nice little wooden trellis. Yeah. Full of leaves. Are right. there some Katie Rhodes out there? I believe so. There's about 25, 30 different varieties of antiques, including my favorite, Metabolus. <laughs> oh, good. And I believe there's still some Grandma's Yellow in that mix. Yeah. Yeah, there were last week. Th- that's what I was looking for, but then I got distracted by the Belinda's Dream. That's one of the best overall roses uh, that we have on the market. we got to figure out where to plant ours. Oh, okay. We're still trying to figure that out. In it's the still sun. In the, it's still in the container right now. Yeah. 
more. Well, we'll go more. ahead and schedule a presentation so we can tell uh, you how to, <laughs> how to pot it up, Milton. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> That'd be great. Man, that I'll would that t- would that I'll, would be popular. I'll tell them how to prune it. Oh gosh, yeah. Right, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Is, does your rose ever recover? Yeah, but it only took you know two years. A lot less care if you only if you prune it like Jerry did. <laughs> two years yeah. later, it'll be back. When we did our KLRN special, <laughs> Jerry had to take a number of takes of on trimming that poor Calvin's poor rose. Well, I told I told the photographer, I said. We're only going to do this once because I can't glue these stems back on. He said, okay, I understand. And then when it was over, he said, I said, is that okay? He said, can we do it one more time? I said, don't make me come out there and slap you. <laughs> Meanwhile, so so we, we did it one more time. Yeah. But that was not as bad as when <laughs> Milton did the aeration. Uh, <laughs> Calvin, Calvin would have stopped you from trimming that thing if he had not been in shock from watching me do the aeration. Yeah, I made, I made a motion to go try to save Milton yeah. and my electrical lines, but then I retreated. I thought I might get electrocuted along with yeah, him. Yeah, don't aerate a lawn in your tennis shoes. And uh, <laughs> Did you check for irrigation first? No. Oh, no. Because electricity and water don't mix. Oh. <laughs> and, Oops. And, and you should learn how to maneuver the, to, Yeah, maybe. Not get and drug s- along pr- by the. Maybe pra- s- practice on your neighbor's yard. It was almost like hearing, a, so. I was lawn skiing. Was uh. like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break while we do. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Let's help you. And thanks for helping us, Margaret, with that suggestion on the cat deterrent. We'll be back in a moment on 9 30 a.m. The answer. that a cowboy can ride on cowboy ride ride on cowboy ride and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control if it's bugging you at the house if it's bugging you at your business then you need to call Warren Remy and Spider-Man termite and pest control since 1976 They've been helping families and businesses to remain pest-free. And I say that, I always bring up the businesses. I mean, uh, because maybe there's somebody who's listening who needs to know they help with commercial, too. But because if they help with commercial, that means, and those people have to, if it's a restaurant, which is where I met Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, they've got to have that thing done right because they can lose their business. Well, Spider-Man was able to help her. She stuck with Spider-Man until she sold the business. Uh, and uh, bragged about him every time she could. So uh, <laughs> you can go see lots of brags on Spider-Man by going to uh, GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Give them a call and uh, find out what if uh, they can help you. Uh, I'm betting they can. And then you can find out all the specials they have, too. Mosquito season may be coming up pretty soon. I'm going to talk to Warren next week and find out what's uh What's bugging people right now? This dry weather hasn't bothered the mosquitoes. Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. But, <laughs> but then we get a little rain, and those mosquitoes are aggressive. They'll they'll find a little bit of rain, and they'll find a drop of rain. Well, <laughs> Warren, you give us a call. Maybe give us a call tomorrow. We'll ask about that. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. 
210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. You want me to read the thing about Ann? Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow, Ann Schiller, uh, who has passed away, it's been a couple years now. Yeah, she came by, she used to come by the out here and yeah. shop and then come and, and talk to us about the yeah. Festival of Flowers. And was very big in the gardening scene. Oh, with, yeah. With uh, Master Gardeners, GVST, uh, the uh, Festival of Flowers, with uh, what she did with Brunella. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Radio, a real prominent radio personality. Yes, very, very prominent in San Antonio radio. I mean, the, the personalities of many stations are... Uh, Came from the the hard work that Ann did. Yeah, uh, the, the guy that. Uh, yeah, Barry took your place. That yeah, Barry was hired by her. He, yeah, we, we forgive her, but <laughs> he said you uh, he was telling about that, and I said, he said nobody fool, you don't fool with no. that Schiller. and I said, did you let that little woman push you around? And he said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she was yeah. little, but she was feisty. So they finally have, they're doing a celebration of life. It is tomorrow. Uh, you're invited. They've asked us to tell people about it. So it's all anyone uh, who would like to go from one to three at the San Antonio Garden Center, which is there on uh, New Braunfels and Funston, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if Funston exists anymore. Really? Well, it down the hill, but... Uh, oh, well, the address is uh, 3310 North New Braunfels. Yeah. So it's by the by the Botanical Garden. Yeah, right. And it's and, for Ann and Johnny Schiller. Johnny yeah. was her husband. And they died pretty close to the same Yeah, time. they did, I think. Interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. But yeah, that's... Uh, I imagine this is on the uh, GVST website. I'll give that back to Jerry if you want more information, but uh, yeah... Just letting you know, uh, because uh, odds are very strong that, that uh, some of you ran into Ann and would like to pay your respects. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. Or come on by. Uh, there's lots of folks here. People must be feeling spring. Oh, yeah. They got uh, yeah, a lot of tomatoes. I've seen some red buds leaving here that are oh, bloom. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen some, uh, some beautiful red buds in the uh, in the city as I drive around. Yeah, but people want, are, once they decide to bloom, they're yeah, they go serious. Yeah. Uh, everybody's kind of commenting that it's too early for them to bloom, but <laughs> I don't think so. No, no. Yeah, I was, uh, I was surprised too. I was watching. Uh, where was it? I guess it was. Uh, out here, but it's folks that were admiring the Texas mountain laurels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like yeah, there's one at the entrance. Yeah, right up there. It's That's blooming. right. I guess it was that and one. And they, they, the reason it's blooming yeah. is that they put it in the greenhouse. It oh. protected it from freezing. But there's a lot of them uh, blooming out in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And then you, 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 the the fragrance, you can start smelling the fragrance in oh, neighborhoods. Yeah. You know. You smell it? You could smell it? Mm. In my neighborhood, yeah. Is that Almost right? as strong as Belinda's dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because, you know, all the, deer, <laughs> all the deer there, Texas Mountain World is yeah. pretty much <laughs> what's left. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, what else is blooming? I'm trying to think of... Uh, well, our, uh, one, a, one of our 
Florida Kings, the, the <laughs> peaches are blooming, but that's the only one that I yeah. where I did. I've I've got a an old older uh, Mexican uh, plum. That's blooming. Yeah, no Mexican plum. It's blooming. Yeah, blooming. okay. For, ah. sol- for solid bloom. I'll be down. Uh, I see it out my toilet window. There's uh, another one I'm seeing blooming. I don't know what it's got the. Uh, Kind of the heart-shaped leaves, and they're white right now. White leaves? Yeah, but uh, I'll take a picture of it and bring it tomorrow. Show. But it's blooming in our neighborhood. There's a, They planted a whole row of them, and they're very pretty. They're starting to bloom because it was bare for a while, and now I'm starting to see the white on it. I assume it's leaves. I guess it could be like the red bud where the blooms come out before the leaves. Or Is that how red buds work? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just checking. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I'm like I said, I'm excited about this Belinda's Dream. Regularly twenty nine ninety nine, almost thirty dollars. Almost, but not no. Uh, on sale for twenty eight eighty eight. Uh huh. Or or two for forty five dollars. And that's that's a good deal for two for forty five dollars. And uh, the interesting thing about Belinda's dream, uh, Bill Welch found that at a in the trash pile at uh, Doctor Basie's uh, house. The, the man oh yeah, you told it. Read, this is a cool story. It, yeah, and uh, Basie was uh, gonna throw it, was for some reason gonna throw it away. And uh, that has quickly become... He probably uh, said it had no fragrance. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was an older guy, Mr. Ba- Dr. Basie was. But... Uh, that was a joke, Melton. I know. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't get it. No. The interesting thing about, you know, the a and M's uh, got a, a rose, uh, Earth Kind Roses. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big program like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Maybe longer. And that started with Belinda's Dream. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. They they originally, uh, Dr. Steve George uh, started it. And uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, he, he originally, with the help of Greg Grant, uh, chose the, the old-fashioned roses, the air. Heirlooms. The varieties that require less maintenance. Right. Yeah, there you go. But Belinda's Dream was the first one on the list. And uh, it it, uh, it led the whole program. But uh, it, it was a, it's a good rose and, and, and durable rose, too. Uh, it, it, uh, it can get, I get, it's on its own roots, I imagine. I, I believe so. I think so, which is good. Uh, but the uh, the thing about it is in a r- rainy season, I dare not say rainy season. No. But <laughs> in a, I think we used to have those. Historically, it happens. Yeah, yeah. It, it can happen. <laughs> Historically. <laughs> but uh, it'll get black spot. Oh, and, and uh, uh, the thing uh, 
the thing will get black spot if you don't spray it with a fungicide. But the interesting thing about it is it's like the old-fashioned. It may get some black spot on it, but it'll come back. Yeah. In other words, it'll lose its leaves and look bad there for a while. But when conditions get right, uh, the black spot on the new leaves quits happening, and uh, it survives. So that's why it joined the uh, the old-fashioned roses, like uh, Metabolus, like you were talking about, and uh, uh, G- Gonzales. Uh, Highway, Highway 290, and there's all kinds of, you notice most of them seem like they've got uh, French in their names. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well. Lots uh, of laws in there. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, they trace them back to Fran- uh, France and Europe and whatever. Uh, the uh, Martha Gonzalez Road was identified as Favier. That's it's French tonight. And, uh, it's almost you, a law, Milton. Uh, What's that? <laughs> Fav- Favier? Or I, I don't even know what he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring up Lady Banks. <laughs> I was going to bring up Shashito. I think I said it right. Pepper. I hope so. we, we had somebody that was asking for Shashito or okay. something very so I got it in. Oh, and is that what is suspicious? It's, it's a pepper. I, oh, I don't yeah. know. He asked for it, so somebody I got it. Somebody came by to t- yeah. talk about that they had eaten it a while back and they couldn't find it. Do we? Do we it was, it was it? last weekend, Milton. Huh. So, but we don't know anything special about it. I, I, I told him I didn't think I'd find it, but I found it. Oh, good. Okay. Did you call him? I don't. I don't think we took his number, but I think he listens to the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we got your pepper. Uh, let's see. Although I bought two flats and they're half gone, so if he That's, wants if he wants one, he ought to call and have a save some for him. According to Google, are they hot? They are mostly a mild chili pepper, but every now and then a particular pepper can pack some heat. Well, that's what but he how, said too. But how? Wow, maybe he wrote this. Uh, Scoville units can run from fifty to two hundred. That doesn't that's sound. That's not very hot. No. Let's see. What are they good for? Can you eat them? What does it taste like? <laughs> All right, let's see what it tastes like. Pepper. pepper. Mild from Japan. Sweet, slightly smoky, not spicy. But careful, one in ten will be hot. Huh. Okay. So okay. if you eat nine, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. you're, you're, you're good. Okay. Just eat nine in a day. <laughs> um, you can smell them and see if they got any capsaicin. Well, here you go. Jerry, I'll appreciate this. The fiber in shishitsu peppers serves another purpose. Alongside being good at lowering food cravings, yeah. it also helps with regularity. All right. Yeah. I love to be regular. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look at Jerry. Give Jerry a pepper real quick. <laughs> see, if we, see if we can help him. <laughs> okay. Look at Trey. Poor Trace. You Why? Why you, you only hear Lady, Lady Banksio. That was yeah. what you were about to talk about. Okay, that pepper will be fun. I'll have to go check it out. This this description says you still got some lady banks. We do. Okay, this description says uh, the rose is not actually a true rose. It produces tall, arching, thornless stems and slightly light yellow or white double blooms blossom. Uh, 
Did the one we had was mostly yellow, right? I don't think I've seen the color on these yet. I bet it's mostly yellow. But they were not cut back, so these are quite large. Oh, good. That way they do get some blimps this year. And you see them all around San Antonio. You see them all over the older homes. Yeah. yeah. Back, back in the old wolf days, we used to sell them by the thousands. Yeah, they're... Is that right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're thornless, so mainly Some thornless. of them are. Yeah. All right. We need to uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll come out of the shoot with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on our Rodeo Tomato Celebration Day. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210 8867 and toll free. It's 866 308 8867, the number to call. Uh, it is Rodeo Tomato Day here at Milberger, so <laughs> the f- proceeds from the um, sale of Thunderbird, which is this year's Rodeo Tomato, go to, uh, yeah, he got some big old tall tomatoes. Look at those. Those weren't here when I came here uh, earlier last week. Uh, but yeah, the. Um, the uh, proceeds go to benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners uh, Youth Gardening Program. So uh, come on and get those. If you've been thinking about getting them, get them today. Just make that little extra effort, and your uh, 100% of the proceeds from the sale of that particular tomato will go to that particular program. So I, I wonder if we couldn't divert some of that money to buy a young lady that's walking around here in jeans. Oh, I think that's a fashion statement. And now. they're tore all to pieces. I know, Jerry. Bless you're, her heart. You're, you're showing your age now. Bless her heart. I mean, all the way from where the pockets of the jeans uh-huh. are. All the way down the leg. All the way down the leg. And they're about, uh, what, three or four inches apart, the holes. Yeah, that's, she's got, they, she she went full uh, full fashion <laughs> on those. But, oh, uh, yeah. man. I know, it's nice of you to want to. Is that through the the part? Is that for the Jerry Parsons Foundation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you still going to do face painting for people? (laughs) Just kind of with spray paint. (laughs) All right, get out of here. Thank you for the donation. I do. Uh, I I do. Don't do the best uh, face paintings, but I do the fastest. Yeah, you just. Thank you. And you use that primer too. I don't understand why you do that. (laughs) I guess so. It's hard to get off. Makes it hard. yeah. 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 They, but uh, I, I, I feel sorry for her. I, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I bet that's all she could afford. That's probably right. Tore up jeans. All right, we're going to change the subject. 210 308 8867. I'm trying to think of anything else that's blooming out there. Uh, oh, the, the winter grasses are. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> I told my And the bed straw. <laughs> You, of course, you weren't here last weekend. I wasn't. But we had one guy calling. Yeah. I, I, at, I wish I'd have gotten his name. At 210-308-8867. <laughs> because he was wanting some seed of that that beautiful green grass in the uh, in the ditches. He said they're in the ditches. And uh, his gra- regular St. Augustine is just brown and we don't know if it's dead or not, 
But that green grass is beautiful. Yeah. Bluegrass. Is that bluegrass? I'm going to take that, a picture of someone bluegrass. else's yard that when we walk the dog, I walk by. Yeah. Because it's got beautiful, long. <laughs> I was looking at Neil's uh, book. Uh, pl- uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, his uh, reference book. <laughs> but it looked, it looked to me like his picture of uh, annual bluegrass, the, gra- the grass was uh, whiter than the rescue grass. Oh, wider or whiter? Wider. Wider. Wider, okay. Gary and I always just took it for granted that the rescue grass was, uh, I mean, the bluegrass bluegrass was uh, thinner. Actually, bluegrass was more clumping, of course. Yeah. That's that's pretty obvious about it. And rescue grass is more strict (laughs) and rose and lush. But uh, (laughs) both of of them are attractive. But that guy was... He said, "I want to buy some seed of that." Uh, oh, I, I should have. I should have had him. Uh, <laughs> should have had him call uh, Neil and uh, testimony to uh, to Neil. And that, and but, and, uh, well, did you have him call? Who? who some, we had somebody call Douglas Seed. Yeah, I, the, he was the one. I said, try Douglas Key. I said, you're not going to find the seed of that one. But uh, they may have, they may recommend some other yeah. thing. Hey, we got a call, and then uh, I'll take a picture of the ones in the yard because it's gorgeous. Yeah, it needs mowing now. Yeah, it's it's, it's time least, to mow it. At least uh, four inches, five inches yeah. tall. Billy is on the line at 210-308-8867, talking about tomatoes. What's up, Billy? How you doing? Well, not so good. I just wanted to kind of bring you up to date a little bit. I'm nearly 96 years old, and I spent a week in the hospital. Oh, no. uh, My my gardening days are kind of limited, I guess. I had a uh, bone infection in my foot. Hmm. Okay. Sorry about that. Are you at home now? So well, I'm home now. Yeah, I've been Yay. home. Good. Okay, good. Uh, activities are kind of limited. Just kind of wanted to tell you what my plans were for tomatoes this year. Oh, what you going to do? Because you're like our big tomato guy. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't do it this time, though the timing okay. wasn't right. I have three large containers, so I'm hoping in a couple of weeks y'all are going to have some gallon-sized tomato plants. So, Dr. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I did the the best tomatoes I had last year. I bought that way, gallon size. So, going yeah. to give. It. So that's all I have now. Yeah, that's been that's uh, been a real <laughs> revolution to the to the nursery business, and they're really helping the fall too. Uh, well, and, my, yeah, that's when I got one last year. Was in the yeah. fall, and uh, a lot of people like to wait till the weather cools. Well, I, I didn't want to, but that's the way it turned out. So, Method. so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try. Well, good. So, what to, you gonna grow? I oh, I guess you're gonna see what. Here. I'll get uh, <laughs> I'll get one of three different kinds. Yeah, we do have some really tall four and a half inch pots, but I think your gallon idea is yeah. probably. Yeah. What size containers you're gonna grow them in? I'm gonna I'm gonna learn from you. Oh, probably a thirty gallon. Oh wow! Oh, okay, one. you mean business. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's good to do. I'm trying to think. I have a, 
a number of these old uh, storage bins, the three or uh, the you know whatever that they always sell at Christmas that you put stuff in. I wonder if I could use that as a tomato thing. What's it made of? Plastic. It's just. A... What? Why are you giving me a funny look? <laughs> That's all I have in here. Uh, <laughs> funny look. But anyway, uh, yeah, that'll really work. Or I know I know a rich a radio professional such as yourself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know what we got on sale? Oh, the but those aren't big enough. Oh yeah. Oh, the big ones. The big ones. Oh, okay. Well, Billy, what else is going on? Hundred dollars. I'm glad you're home now. Well, not a whole lot. I, my, I'm glad my wife is a master gardener, so uh, she can kind of look after things a little bit. She got out and trimmed all the blue plumbagos back yesterday. All right. Oh, wow. Good. Because uh, ours are starting to grow a little bit. Uh, no, mine are not growing yet. But Oh, uh, <laughs> Laura went and it's my wife's not a master gardener, but she does a great job. And she went in, uh, a while back and just... just Cut them all down to the ground, but now they're starting to come back. There you go. Well, she she cut them down quicker than we did, but uh, <laughs> that's that's the best bed that we have, and uh, it comes back every year. Oh yeah, it's pretty too. Yeah, I haven't shredded mine down because I'm thinking of the low flying bird. I know it's low flying bird. I don't, I don't know if that I don't know if that plumbago has seed or not. It must have seed that the birds could eat. Oh, I don't know. I know it spreads. Yeah. Oh, speaking of birds. Well, well Billy, was there anything <laughs> else that you wanted to? No, not not really. I, okay. uh, I My blue bonnets are not doing very well. They're still alive, and that's about all I can say about them. Okay. And well, my, they, uh, they're not supposed to look like much now. Well, they don't. <laughs> and my and the the winter the cold got my poppies, but they look like they. Oh, they look I think like mine. Cold. I think mine. The cold got mine too. I haven't the foliage, seen one since then. The foliage came back, and it's trying to have a few blooms, but they just don't look good at all. <laughs> well, you're having a tough season, Billy. I, I look in the mirror every morning, and I don't look good at all either. Well, I'm sure I don't either, but you're not, you're not near as old as I am. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Billy. Thanks, Billy. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll announce or we'll uh, uh, maybe have them put you on the list so they'll call you, but we'll announce when we see the gallons, too, so you can know. Yeah, that would be good, yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, thank you. Glad you're home. Sorry you had to go through that. You sound good, Billy. Yeah, you sure do. Well, still making it around. Yeah, you just sound kind of kind of low. All right. Thanks okay. for calling. We'll Thanks, talk sir. to you later. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Poor Billy. I have a feeling I, I Billy's going to be up and that, around. I told you that wasn't spam. Okay, 210-308-8867. Uh, 210-308-8867. Okay, no other callers. All those lines are open. He brought up birds. I was, you know, we had some nice warm weather, yeah. almost hot weather, uh, last week. And I was sitting there in my chair with the back door open. And I kept hearing the, the loudest noise I ever saw, heard. And I, I said, that must be a bird of some type. But it was, it, its call wasn't... Uh, distinct 
And so I took it as long as I could. I could even hear that that thing with my hearing aids out. With the hearing aids out? Yeah, with them out. Wow. That's how loud it was. And so I got up and looked out the back door. Was it a raven? No, it was a damn woodpecker. Oh, okay. I mean, that that woodpecker was uh, going up and down the limbs of my uh, red oaks. And uh, he's checking a limb uh, every now and then. And it was a little one. It wasn't a sapsucker. It was a little one, and near as I could tell, he got a black stripe up his back. But did he have any? Did he have any white stripe on the back? I didn't. I couldn't see. No. He was right at the top of the tree. Because, uh, yeah, with if it's no white stripe, it's probably a ladder back. Yeah. And if it had the white stripe, is uh. <laughs> well, that one was loud. Yeah. I couldn't see any white on it, but. Uh, I mean, and he came back today uh, or yesterday, and I, Jeremy was over, and I said, "Listen to this. Yeah. For the for the size of that bird, he wasn't a lot bigger than a sparrow. Huh? But oh, I, yeah. I've never seen one like that. Yeah, it's either yeah, it's either ladder back or a. Uh, Man, he was loud. Harry is the bigger one, and then there's yeah. a. I want to say Fred. It, it, it was a small one. Yeah, small one. But uh, yeah. But man, he's loud. <laughs> With the my glass sliding glass door shut. Oh, you can still I hear. I could him? hear him huh. through the through the door. That's pretty cool. I had a <laughs> Jerry had come over to my house a few years ago, and uh, just in time for a, a hawk. They yeah. kind of swooping in and go <laughs> get banging into the brush pile after something. And uh, this this uh, yesterday, I was working on the computer, and the hawk landed right Uh-oh. in the brush pile right next to me. And it stood there a while, just being nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, it got serious and went digging <laughs> into the, And out, I couldn't see what kind of bird it was, but out came... Little bird banging oh. and everything, trying to get away, and <laughs> with that hawk sweeping yeah. after it, it was pretty exciting. And uh, I, I want to also mention to people that uh, if you're not watering your birds and your animals, you're making a serious mistake. Because I've got got so. Uh, you know, I, I told you these feral cats that I'm feeding mm-hmm. uh, would get the doves periodically, white-winged doves. But now the white-winged doves are all gone, uh, maybe eaten. And and uh, and the bird bath is deserted. Nothing going on. But the, the water bowls, the, the cat water bowls, I keep them full all the time. And I've got two, uh, I've got a pair, two pair of cardinals. Beautiful, oh, wow. beautiful redbirds, cardinal. And uh, it, it's funny, the cats come and eat, and then they leave. And the cardinals come after they leave and drink out of the water bowls. So they must be very thirsty because uh, that's, they're taking a chance on that Yeah. Deal. 
Well, so. you know, I mentioned the tree hugger and the uh, yeah. Vitex. When you turn that tree hugger on real low, we also have feral cats. And Uh-oh. they come and find it and start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's thirsty. Yeah. I don't know why. No rain in three years. So yeah, I mean, something like that. What could what could be? Is there the any problem? rain in the forecast? No. You want me to check? Maybe it's uh, changed. My my man on Channel Twelve uh, that I like so much is uh, he's he's now when he reports rain, he says it's only going to be in the several tenths of an inch. Oh. He's the only one I, I've heard give the accurate uh, rainfall. Let's see. Uh, nothing. Nope. I, <laughs> nothing all week. <laughs> what about next year? This year? Is there anything uh, for this year? <laughs> okay. Let's see. No, I, I can only go to next uh, <laughs> next Friday. Oh, okay. The highs are interesting. The highs are eighty-four, seventy. Uh, tomorrow's high. Tomorrow is patchy fog between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Yeah. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a high near 82 <laughs> tomorrow. Gusts of winds as high as 25 miles an hour. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, the panhandle's been getting some gusty winds. Oh, yeah. Like in the hundreds. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard on the radio. That's like, wow. Yeah. And you could see the dust around Lubbock on the radar. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> But, bet, you, uh, bet you can smell those feed lots from miles uh, away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's. I think I know what kind of woodpecker is. Oh, uh, what, 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 what? what? Downy woodpecker. It's a small, it's this sparrow size. There you go. Now, it, the the other one, the ladder back, they look a lot alike, black and white. Yeah. But the, the uh, downy has a white streak down the middle, and the ladder back just has... Black and white ladders, okay. like steps. So okay. they're both about the same size. Yeah. So it's probably one but of I, those. But I have never seen that thing in my backyard. Yeah, maybe maybe a ladder back then because the downy is more common. Yeah. Well, anyway, he 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 he's loud. <laughs> That's a, you know, you want to put an aspirin out there for his head. <laughs> Cause he, he he couldn't He's be really going at he, it, he huh? couldn't be making that much noise without a little pain without uh, something going on. Uh, see, I heard I read something about uh, why a woodpecker can peck without uh, hurting himself. No, oh. it's where their where their structure. Yeah, structure of their head, I guess. Hey, speaking of birds, uh, since everybody has been commenting on the oddness of this season, are you are you connected still with enough birding people that they tell you that yeah, this season has been weird. We're also we're noticing this bird that we've never seen before. Or yeah, it is. It's a little weird. They're not seeing. A lot of them are like like me. They're just they're not seeing a lot of species. And there's not a lot of activity, but if you got a water, yeah, or if you got a good feeder system, or uh, especially like uh, suet, you get all kinds of uh, birds. And a lot of them you are not nor- normally you don't see them. Uh-huh. Well, the ran- there's three different kinds of wrens. Yeah, uh, even some even warblers. 
that are coming to the water. Coming through the water and oh, also wow. to the sewer, the oh, okay. insect eaters. Yeah, and there, there's just not a lot of insect action out there. No, everything. But uh, but that yeah, if you're if you've got a, a feeding system, watering system, um, you're, you're a really good chance you're going to see a lot of a lot of species. Yeah, even though the general population of the birds isn't, isn't as great as normal. Yeah, huh, that's interesting. But uh, uh, it's it's interesting. Those those cardinals have been in my yard forever, I guess. But I never have seen a cat catch a cardinal. I th- I think when I watch them when or a hawk. I've never seen yeah. a hawk catch a cardinal. Well, I wonder why that is. <laughs> I don't know. I I, uh, I was watching them. These two pair of cardinals get drinking their water. And while one or two are drinking, there's one or two looking. Oh. I th- I think they actually watch for those <laughs> cats Could and be. stuff and uh don't because after they're finished drinking, they go away. Huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up from 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Calvin's answering a question off the air. It's about fruit trees, and they have a, it's, it's an interesting question. So we'll, uh, I think they're kind of uh, pretty much yeah, through. Yeah, they, they have a small, they're in a townhome or townhouse or something. <clears throat> Very limited space. Yeah. So what do they plant, Milton? Uh, well, an avocado. An avocado tree. Yeah, from seed. 30, 20 to 30 feet tall. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they did pomegranate. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, pomegranate. It, it must not have frozen. Oh. But uh, pomegranates, if I remember the ones we had in our uh, in our old apartments, uh, they don't get too tall. Well, they can. They can get maybe four or five feet. They can get taller than that, pomegranates, yeah. really? Oh, ours did. You had it in your apartment? No, it was it was on the grounds of the apartment. Oh, okay. But it well, wasn't that big. It was. Yeah, if you cut, if you have to cut them down, you have to uh, cut them down periodically. Okay, well, I think they kind of froze down, but yeah, do they freeze and come back and freeze and come back and? Yeah. Okay. I even know what variety you have. What variety did I have? Do you know what variety you have? No. It's wonderful. 
that you know this, or that's the variety? That's about the only variety that was sold for the longest period. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's the one that's the basis of the industry in California. And it was, we honestly didn't really know what it was, and, and it was pretty just as a blooming tree. Yeah. Um, that's ornamental pomegranate. No. And, and that's probably the best way to to have a pomegranate is ornamentally. Oh, okay. Rather than trying to eat it. You just don't like pomegranates. <laughs> have you eaten a pomegranate? No. Uh, uh, okay, I want you to go to H-E-B. Okay. Uh, uh, wherever, and uh, buy you some of that beautiful pomegranate fruit. It'll be red and got that little crown on it button on the bottom and just take it home and you and your wife sit around the table and spoon in the seeds break it up (laughs) break it open and enjoy that wonderful pomegranate so i want to i want to if you want to if you want to have pomegranate taste and get it in the jar (laughs) you know and it's the seed is, uh, it's got a lot of seed in it, and the juice is around a fairly big seed uh, with a lot of seed in there. But uh, they juice them, and that's what, so the juice is very nutritious and uh, healthy and all that. That's what put pomegranates in the, in the forefront. Yeah, uh, I don't remember why they said it was so good, but. Yeah, it's got got it everything that's good in it but uh eating those things fresh mm-mm. no i'll never forget <laughs> greg grant one of yeah. his you know he kind of like calvin he eats everything uh, i remember he took took my kid uh jeremy he, it, when he was real little into the backyard and showing him things to eat in the backyard of course, I had blackberries and things that he could eat. And <laughs> Jeremy came in and was so excited about all the stuff he'd eaten in the backyard. And I said, Greg, that's things he shouldn't eat in the backyard, and he don't know the difference. No. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I guess he... Apparently he, apparently he lived he, through it. Every, he, he, he lived uh, through it. Being around Greg Cram. Uh, yeah, Greg uh, did an interesting post. If you follow Greg on Facebook, um, I'm forgetting the yellow flowers that he was. Uh, daffodils. The daffodils. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's an expert in those. Oh, he's got pictures of uh, fields of them. Yeah, he's, this is this is very close. It's an old yeah old Texas house. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got some wonderful. Pictures. I don't know if this was a family house. This, his uh, his post said his grandmother didn't leave him money, but she left him gold. Yeah, and then the yeah. daffodils were the picture. But I, the, the, yeah, they, they the house natu- was kind of falling down. They're, yeah, they're naturalized. Yeah, there, okay, big time. And he in East Texas and Tennessee, they're naturalized, but uh, we they don't here, except for that, uh, uh, except for that uh, the one that's think so bad uh but anyway uh 
All right. They're beautiful over there. 210-308-8867. Speaking of blackberries, Millburgers is featuring, and they are for sale, not on sale. There you go. Uh, but starting at fourteen ninety nine. Yep. It provides a fun-filled family project. There you go. That's what it says. Did you see what the, the write-up write said? It says, uh, easy to grow, produce copious amounts there of delicious fruit. Go. Man. I had to I had to fuss at a little girl in there. She she does all the write-ups. Uh-huh. I said, where does copious come from? <laughs> did, did, did she know that it came from you? And even, even Niels Perry had in the newsletter. Yeah, he used copious. copious? Oh, you've really kind of made it big. Well, I never heard. I don't know where I heard it, but uh, yeah, that they they've got the best of blackberry available here. I guess it. I, I definitely in the, in the state and maybe in the world. Uh, it's called uh, a Kiowa. Yeah. After the Indian. And uh, the uh, it starts starting at fourteen ninety nine. So, uh, what does that mean? Starting at fourteen ninety nine. That means they have different sizes, and the, the least expensive is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. The most expensive one. Yeah. Are the thornless. Oh, okay. Which a lot of people like to buy, and. Uh, and so, it's they char- they charge a little more for the thornless because people don't want to fool with the thorns. And for those people, I, I thought it was they didn't want to uh, fool with the fruit. Yeah, well, that's that's coming. Uh, <laughs> you you get a beautiful thornless plant uh, with no fruit, so. No copious amounts of... No copious amount. Now, that's Kiowa. Okay. Kiowa's copious amount. But people say, I don't like the thorns. Well, I hope those same people are not buying roses because they've got thorns, too. No, but isn't there a difference between a rose thorn and a blackberry thorn? No. Oh, there's a difference, but they both hurt. Okay. Yeah, uh, the, the mother of Kiowa uh, is Brazos, produced by A and M, bred by A and M, uh, and <laughs> we we had several different kinds of uh, uh, plants on the market about years ago, thirty years ago, and uh, we'd be t- uh, taking calls in the office and I made the statement that uh, if you <laughs> if you don't have a lot of berries you probably haven't got Brazos and so people would call in and say I bought Brazos I won't say where but uh, since Trace is not here oh, okay. but uh, <laughs> they said I brought Brazos and uh it it hadn't produced in the last two years, three years. I said, "Does it have thorns?" And he said, "No, it doesn't have any thorns." No. I said, "That's because it's not Brazos." Oh, <laughs> Brazos has thorns 
that'll grab you when you walk by. I mean, if the wind's blowing in your way, <laughs> it'll grab you. Now, I don't believe Kiowa thorns are quite as bad, bad as Brazos thorns. I haven't noticed them, but Brazos, I always notice that Brazos has a lot of berries and a lot of thorns. Yeah, yeah. And for so when that was and the sour, key. sour berries. <laughs> that was you were anxious to eat them, Calvin. You didn't leave them on there long enough. For you or the uh, birds that's to I get them. Because I don't like the waste things. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's a way to pick them that you can produce copious amounts of delicious fruit. Oh, uh, there we you go. You mean you don't just swing your? your no, uh. Uh-uh. I'll, t- I'll tell you all how to pick them, right? You remember that? No. Where where you get two people. Oh. Preferably that you like each other, love each other. And one of a, one of you take a long coal or a pole or either a shovel handle, a hoe handle, and you pick the vi- you pick the plant, put it under the canes, and raise them up. Hold them up a little bit. All right. So that the other one can get under that where you're holding up and get the berries because the berries hang down when you hold the vines up. And you don't, the the one picking the berries don't get stuck with, uh, by the thorns. Now. Seems like that you wouldn't want to let go of that cane, would you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's why I said. Make sure you, they love you. Yeah, and don't 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 do it when you're all having an argument or something. Oh, because when they if they drop that canes on you, ow. <laughs> well, you, it ain't no you'd, ow. You'd, you'd get a uh, a long term uh, head because uh. it takes you a while to untangle. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't immediately get you. It just gets you when you try to get out from under that cane. Oh. <laughs> But uh, the neat thing is that, you know, you prune them, prune the old canes out every year. And uh, to prune them, uh, people say, well, they, they stick me with all the thorns. I said, no, you use those thorns to stick the other vines, to tangle up in the vines that you're removing just by beating them back with a, a, a cane or a rake or something like that, a shovel. Because you're not going to worry about hurting that cane, that cane because it's it's basically dead or non-productive, and so you just beat them back with a shovel, cut them cut them off at the ground, and beat them back. as you as you beat them back, you expose oh, okay. where the base of the cane, and so you just cut them back. And if you, if you want more details, Milton, yes, Carrie has written a 17-page document uh, with <laughs> pictures pick, and on uh, picking Brazos berries. <laughs> I don't know if I do have or not. <laughs> I'm finding stuff I, I've written that I don't remember writing. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, but Calvin's right about that. Uh, that Brazos almost has to be soft uh, before you eat it, or mm-hmm. uh, it's it turns from it turns from red to black. 
bears do. And you don't eat them when they turn black. No. You wait for them to ripen and get soft. Oh, okay. But the problem is the birds are waiting, too. Yeah, and apparently they stink bugs. Yeah. I told you how I stopped the kids from eating them in the neighborhood. They said they came up when they told them that the red. They're, <laughs> they're ripe when they're red. Uh, <laughs> oh. And they're like quinine when you oh. when they're red. I said, okay, you can y'all can go out there and pick all you want. Uh, just get the red ones and uh, and go ahead and eat them. But uh, you've you've got to. Pick all the red ones when you eat them. The children are still in therapy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, Calvin, you had a couple good questions uh, that they were asking you about for townhome owners um, and what to plant. And I think it sounds like y'all finally, did you come up with any fruit trees they could have in their townhome? Oh, yeah. They were, they were wondering about... Uh, which peach varieties? Of course, uh, that was easy because yeah, I got some some favorites. I think Jerry's just basically yeah. the same favorites. Yeah, right. Florida King and uh, um, they've been pretty reliable for oh, the last gosh. what five or ten yeah, years. Yeah, every every year we do say, well, what's what's blooming, Florida <laughs> King? What kind of fruit you got, Florida King? <laughs> and, it, and they're, they're, take us three or four years to figure that out. Yeah, that's right, and it's a <laughs> It's a nice-looking, shapely fruit and everything, too. Um, and then, uh, oh, they were asking about uh, what uh, what fruits required uh, pollinators. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. I thought, I, as far as I can remember, only the only some of the apples were, I guess, yeah, yeah. apples. Uh, and the apples... Uh don't necessarily have to have a pollinator. Yeah, and the apples. But uh, are, commercially, apples are, they do. But yeah, uh, they're tough to grow. Uh, here, uh, I haven't had great I've, luck with. And it's funny because in the Midwest, they're one yeah. of the easiest to grow. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think about the only thing that really needs a pollinator is uh, Japanese persimmon. Yeah, uh, but they re- they recommend. Uh, Chocolate, a variety called chocolate. Oh. As a, <laughs> I said, oh, I could go for some chocolate uh, yeah. <laughs> with almonds. Oh. But it's not a real desirable uh, Japanese persimmon. But uh, it's kind of persimmon snickety. Uh, they were. T- I-, I overheard them talking about a small courtyard. Yeah, and they planted a. Avocado tree. It sounded like uh, several avocados. Yeah. I think they grew them themselves, though. Uh, oh, from seed? To yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, they were their babies. I didn't tell them about their uh, collection. They, 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 they changed the subject when when we made faces about no, them. <laughs> well, they did want yeah, pollinators. They, they, they quickly realized that we did not appreciate <laughs> avocados as much as we should. <laughs> They talked about pollinators because I heard y'all talking about porter well, weed and milkweed. That's right. That was good. That was good. They were looking to uh, gain some kind of role in uh, contributing to the butterfly populations and, cl- and especially the monarchs, which yeah. is easy to do. That's one of the things that you can do uh, if you're even a relatively small garden area. You can uh, really uh, increase the chances of. Uh, 
butterfly success and raise the number of uh, young butterflies that are, ra- are grown. And monarchs, monarchs can benefit by having a, yeah. lots more people grow yeah. some pollinators. And do we have the... Uh no. Is anything yet to the porter weed or the No, not yet. We, uh, we've got a tentative program scheduled in April for... Oh, good. ...for uh, butterfly mm. pollinators. I'm going to... If I, if I get ambitious enough and I'm going to try to do a little research on, on growing, growing the... Uh, Butterfly weed, I mean the... Uh, milkweed, milkweed uh, native yeah. milkweed, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I was going, I, I had a really, before that big freeze, I I was having some success. And, uh, boy, that really wiped out everything, everything except our favorite, the Mexican. <laughs> yeah. well, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. We've got Beth on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Beth. How can we help you today? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I think you all were right on uh, that this is the little downy woodpecker that comes in. Oh, good. Calvin I, will be I happy with that. Yeah, I see a lot of them here, and they really are cute, and they're they're not the same size as the other ones they were talking about is larger. But anyway, but they almost have the same markings, but the downy is little. And then along that line about insect eaters and being hungry, I even have a mockingbird come to my suet, one of my suet blocks. Oh, and my goodness. very unusual for mockingbirds because they just usually don't come up this close to the house. And Anyway, so that was interesting to me. But yeah. my main my main thing was Jerry has always been talking about the bluegrass, and I never could figure out what it was he was talking about. And That's so now, genius. just the last the last couple of days, a lot of my San Augustine <laughs> has died, but in its stead is this other little bright green grass that stays low, and instead of uh, sticking straight up, it spreads out like maybe five little runners from the crown and so i figured that's probably what he's talking about the bluegrass no i think that's probably rescue grass no 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 it's not rescue i know rescue oh okay but but this one that's the bluegrass uh why i noticed it or when you were talking about it earlier i always thought well when the grass burrs regular old grass burrs come up in the spring the shade of green is one of the ways to see them you know, recognize them right away, but they grow upright. You know, the grass burrs, sticker burrs. Right, right, yes. And this this little one stays flat against the ground, kind of like it would be a rosette, but then it, it, the little branches stay close to the ground, but it's just in the last week that I've been noticing it, so it's not old enough yet to be putting up 
seed heads or no. anything. I, well, we had some warm weather. I'm going to put my money on baby crabgrass. Oh, baby. I have a baby crab. That's cute. Oh, not to no, hurt. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I rather I would rather bet it be in bluegrass for Jerry's sake. Yeah, but that's going to grow. That's going to grow up uh, and some out too. With the the way you were talking with a rosette, that's that means baby crabgrass to me. Oh well, I I don't really know even know what crabgrass is, but I was wondering if Jerry happened to know the genus of this bluegrass. The what? The genus. Genus. The uh, name a common or a more common a more botanical name. Poana. What? That's right. Uh, Poana is the only other name I know for it. Oh. And don't ask me to spell it. Jerry could probably spell it. Spell it for me. Go ahead, Jerry. So what's uh, it's uh, P-O-A. Yeah. And the deal uh, uh, species is uh, A. Let's see. I've seen it. A-M. Not A-M-A, but. Uh, A-N-A, I think. Yeah. A-N-A. But I'm the worst speller in the world, so... Uh, I think you're right. A-N-A. Well, in the... I just... I had a really old uh, grass-identifying thing from A&M from many years ago, so I don't have anything current on that. But I do have a Corell and Johnson, the big manual, and I was going to read about it in there because I'm curious about this one. It's coming up everywhere. Because I've had people, when they're driving up, and they'll say, "How pretty! what a pretty shade of green, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's covered uh, up the In my mind, Poana would have come up as early as three, maybe even four months ago. Uh, really? And it could still be coming up yeah. because yeah. the weather's conducive, but I would have think you'd have seen it much sooner than just a couple of weeks ago. Well, mine... Well, uh, yeah. Very late this year because of the rain, lack of rain. Well, that's the same thing here where I am. I'm in, in Oakland, the States, and we just have not had any rain. It skips us every time. But yeah. then we had just enough to get it to come up, and so I thought, well, it's something that I have not identified before. Yeah. So well, one year if, when I. If you look, but, if you search for it on the internet. Yeah. Uh, you find a lot of information on how to control it. And uh, I, I was looking for it, uh, looking for a seed source. So Jerry uh, wants to plant it. Everybody uh, <laughs> else wants to kill it. Well, I, I, it's beautiful. Well, yeah, this that I'm seeing is very pretty, and it's a pretty shade of green. It differentiates it from a lot of other things yeah. but, um, and I guess in other years I just kind of ignored it uh, <laughs> but since you were making such an issue of it and I couldn't find it in any of my other books so I thought well I'll give Corell and John for the chance yeah. to see if I could find it there so yeah, you anyway. probably, probably found a listing somewhere um, with the weeds yeah. weed control yeah Right, but, uh, right, right. I did find a source or a uh, reference where they are uh, planting it on a gr- on a gr- uh, gr- in a green uh, golf course. Yeah, uh, what golf course? 
and uh, it was, I think it was in New Jersey or somewhere up in there. And uh, so they couldn't find the seed, so the, every year they produce their own seed to keep it going. Well, I have to really watch for these now and see if they make seeds because I, I always... If it's that, I you always, can't miss it. <laughs> I, oh, I always watch for the cedar sedge, you know, the smallest of those sedges. Cedar yeah. sedge, because I like to see it does bloom. It really does bloom when it's low and it's such a pretty little thing. But it yeah. makes seeds obvious, seeds that you can really study. So yeah. it's, and it, it's a nice ground cover, even though it is so slow. So. <laughs> You know. Okay. okay. All righty. Thanks. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you for listening. Thanks. You take uh-huh. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. We just have about a minute and a half left. Trace, you want to – we got the event goes on till, till you all close today for like the – have we run out of chili yet? No. I think we're going to go all the way to three with the chili. Okay. And then three with the face painting? Correct. Okay. And then all day for the rodeo tomato right. pro, uh, donation. Okay, and tell them again what that is. So did David ever call in? No, No, David didn't call us. Basically, (laughs) every rodeo, this year's rodeo tomato that we sell today, we're going to donate to uh, the... Master Gardeners. Yeah, uh, yep. And eventually eventually that ends up in a kids program. So that's what we're in it for is the kids. Yeah, and uh, a lot of money raised on, on that, so it's a nice compliment to the rodeo. Uh, I think this year in particular, it's a, a big and asset. And Millburgers has done it for a number of yep. years, so it's a compliment to Millburgers. As, yep. far, as far as I can tell, this is the only nursery that does it. I think you're right. I do believe you are correct. Philanthropic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you all do a lot. You know, the blood drives, we have that, the, yeah. uh, the donations to the Texas Wildlife Association. So, all right, well, we're going to begin to wrap up. Anything else, Trace? I can't think of anything. All right, we'll, we'll talk come, tomorrow. Come get your strawberries. Come get your shishito pepper. Yeah, and uh, Billy needs us to tell him when we get the one-gallon tomatoes in. When we do. When we do. When we do. <laughs> All right. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. On behalf of the docs, see you tomorrow on 930 a.m. The Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.